What's up, everybody? Welcome back to DIY Music. This is Brad. Uh, I, I feel like the first two posts so far today, uh, you know, I, I kind of struck out, so I'm hoping for for a home run here. We'll, we'll see. Um, so I'm going to be talking about machine here and workflow and uh, and some beat making stuff. So the, the first thing here is that um, I, I mentioned this a little bit earlier is uh i i like to put delay on my hi-hats when i can and usually it's pretty subtle sometimes i'll get in you know really specific into the um ha having it synced with a beat but aside from it being cool one of the things that i've learned as i've been making this most recent beat is that um i'm, I'm able to use less hi-hats and it also results in a more uncluttered mix just because when i i hit a hi-hat rather than having to put two maybe three in there to establish the groove or to support the groove um just one one single hi-hat will do it and then it gets that little bit of a delay and a fade out kind of vibe on on each hit which kind of takes the place of at at the very least a second hi hat which is awesome you know just any way that you can let other instruments shine through the mix i think is always good um another really big important one and this is a uh, just a huge time saver is tuning your kicks and snares and waiting until the end to do that so i'm um, you know, a huge advocate for tuning kicks and, and basically any rhythmic element. Like I'll even try to tune my hi-hats and stuff. Um, but the thing about it is that at least for my workflow, as I'm making the beat, I'm like constantly rearranging stuff. And so, you know, like, like moving kick drums and, and changing the length of sub bass notes and stuff like that. Um, just make sure that everything's in the pocket and, if everything was tuned, you know, I'm, I'm able to just kind of go in there and double click if I need to within the software just to add another kick or to, or to move it. If they were tuned from the get go, I would then have to go into the piano roll area and then, you know, double check that everything's still in the same thing. So it, like that would just add a whole nother step every time you do it, which would be insane. So tune your stuff. But I would say wait until the very, very end um, and another thing that I've been actually doing just now, also saving it until the end, um, is on the drums. I've got, uh, at this point, just kick hat, uh, closed hi hat. I'm kind of debating on it, on throwing in an open one. Um, so kick hat snare and going into the voice engine stuff. And, uh, you know, the, the beat I'm working on already has that Pete rock, old school lo-fi vibe so like doing the the sp or mp60 whatever it what whatever i might end up with um does work very well with this beat and what i've done is just kind of solo each instrument and just kind of keep hitting it and then just kind of seeing like what does this impart on the sample of the snare you know does it make it brighter does it make it darker um, chances are you have both options. So then you get to thinking like, okay, like what, what do I need? Like, do I, do I need a dark snare or a really bright snare or, uh, and, and then you start to look into the relationship 
frequency wise like with within uh like light and dark against the hi-hat and the snare and then the and and so making sure that all three of those are are cohesive but yet also having their own unique sonic signature um it's it, and it's one of those things you just kind of have to keep messing around with and one of the things i'm going to try once i get to the mixing stage is another pass of sample treatment so i basically did some cleanup and some creative treatment on the sample before i chopped it up now that it's all organized and i've got parts with uh filters and stuff they sound quite different so i want to bring them back together again and so i'll probably actually go through and apply the exact same treatment to every sample on there so yeah feeling good about this post talk to y'all soon